0: A podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. We've had a busy week here. We've had uh, we've had some trips to see some cows. Although we, we will uh, discuss later, uh, there must be a fair... Right, Johnny, look up fear of cows. I was no. They can't be called cowphobia. Moophobia, something. I found out that my news editor, who oh, allegedly, what? what's it called? Bavinophobia. Bavinophobia, right. My news editor, daughter of a Gurkha commando, slipped people's throats in the second. She's hardcore. She's afraid of cows. We'll discuss that later. Mm. Yes. Uh, get in touch. Hashtag short on Twitter. But let's get on with the story of the week. And that is about wind. Plenty of it gusting around. So Renewable UK says, give us, gives us, more wind farms. Because uh, it's saying the uh, wind farms, and I was quite surprised at this, some of our early wind farms are now 25 years old. That's quite interesting. So uh, that first generation, they say, are coming to end of life. So what you need to do is start replacing them. And they say that about eight gigawatts is under threat. Now. That's equivalent, according to their stuff, about sort of 17, basically one fifth of the nation's sort of power. Uh, And it says that this is because uh, we've gone cold on it and mostly we like to build uh, offshore because no one wants one of these things in their back garden. So uh, Renewable UK is saying, oi government, in the week of all the climate stuff, which my god, we'll discuss later, uh, you should be doing more to uh, safeguard the continuity of wind power. Now, um, this is all very good, but th- what is very interesting here is that if you look at what these wind um, wind farms do, uh, end of life in 25 years isn't that long, or 20 years, some of them. So you think about that, that's, that's, that means those assets are going to be changed at least three, four times. During the same life cycle as a, a nuclear power station, which is interesting, uh, you know, as as part of uh, where that debate goes on, what what what's there, and also it does m- make me ask the question: What happens to these wind turbines? What will we do with them? Can we recycle them? Uh, put them away? Who knows? Um, I think there's a big kind of. Uh, Pollution, stroke, ecological issue, and on sustainability issue about wind turbines, which we think we've had a little little stab at, but we want to explore a bit more. But going back to the main point, yes, I, I can see that where we're going, we will need more wind power. But the real problem is very very simple: what can the government do except build offshore? And offshore building is very very tricky because you've got to build in the sea, and the sea is a ferocious place. And there are fishes and other animals and all of that stuff you've got to watch out for. So it's, it takes longer. Uh, you can build more, so you can have vast swathes, as we've got huge offshore um, sort of farms up near, uh, off the coast near Liverpool, and also down off the coast of Norfolk, the two that come to mind, and plenty more on the pipeline. But to try and get uh, the ones that were built on shore replaced, I think that will be tricky. Um, Renewable UK said build on the sites that already exist, and that is probably one way of doing it. You could just say, where there was a wind farm, let's replace it. But remember what happens. If you've had a chance of now saying, actually, these wind farms are coming to end of life, do I have the right to object to a new farm, wind farm coming in? I don't know what the planning laws will be. This will be interesting because you might find people, developers, going, well, actually, that's prime land. We want to develop on it. Plus, the main thing is, <clears throat> I dare I say it, who wants one of these things? Yeah, Do you really want one of these things out your back window when you're looking out? There was a story this week about a lady who uh, lives near um, Stansted Airport uh, and uh, they've sort of changed the way the runways work and she can now see the planes at, out of her back garden. Now, you know that's not nightmarish enough, but imagine wind turbines, which can keep going. Uh, and if you've ever been close to one, they are very, very noisy. So I do think... Yes, there's a point of us trying to do more uh, wind and replacing that kind of fleet, if you want to call it, that we uh, are about to lose. But my real fear is where would it be? And the only way I can see us getting more wind is doing offshore, and that I think will cost too much. Anyway, what's your views? Give us a shout. Now it's on to someone with bovine interests at heart, Frank of the Anchor. Don't even start, what? don't even start. <laughs> so tell me no. what, what what I did this week, did, I said to you and Tia, yeah, I said to you and Tia, go down to Cornwall, she's never been to Cornwall, yep. beautiful uh, part of the world,
1: Yeah,
0: go into a farm which is all like a, a home state kind of place, all kind of renewable, mm-hmm. with animals, mm-hmm. lots of cows, and what do you do? I
1: run away
0: from them. Why did you run away from the cows?
1: Because as I was, Tia was getting some GVs, yeah. And I thought, I'm going to get some video on my phone as well. As I was doing that, there was this particular cow, brown in colour, I don't know if, but um, it was literally staring at me. And as I was moving, it kept looking at me the whole way through. It was just and
0: going, what are you? That's what it was doing.
1: <coughs> but I thought it might just break the fence and just How come at it... me. I was scared. But also, the reason why we did not do a piece to camera in front of the cows is because... <coughs> Yes. Lack of time. We didn't have enough time. Oh,
0: God, there's if, always if time. We,
1: if we had done a piece of camera in front of the cows, yeah. we wouldn't have had the chance to get all the GVs of yeah, the cows yeah, and the chickens yeah, and the sheep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Because anyway. Quite tight. But you'll, yes. be, but the you'll reasons, be bringing that film to people?
1: Yes, but just to give people an idea about what this what, why we went. Yes. This is about the Cornwall local energy market, which is being uh, trialled by Centrica. Yeah. And this is about buying and selling energy, um, selling it to a national grid and getting an incentive.
0: Um, Very good. And you'll be making a film about that for yes, next week. That's good. Alright, right, let's crack on with your stories this week.
1: Okay, so first up, it's about uh, breaking a record in the UK. Wow. And it's not just any record, it's breaking... It's a coal free record.
0: Dun-dun-dun!
1: Um, so this is, I think, the first time this year, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So uh, last weekend during the Easter holidays, we had a lot of sun.
2: Um, mm. So that meant there
1: was a boost of solar power. Um, boost which also resulted in the UK not using any um, power from coal-fired power stations
0: although we have very few left anyway
1: yes and they'll be closing down in over the next couple of, mu- uh, A couple of months of, no, yes no, five years yes
0: five years well um, six, six years 2025 years, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, So, it broke the record. The previous uh, record was for 76 hours and 10 minutes, and that was in April last year. Yeah, I remember that. Um, And this year, um, over the Easter break, was 90 hours without coal, um, which is pretty significant.
0: It's like watching the end of vinyl, isn't it? (laughs) Or CDs? We shall see. We shall see. All right, okay. so yeah, okay, significant enough. And it seems to happen uh, whenever it's Easter, which is quite weird. Yeah, that is
1: weird, because it was yeah. April last year as
0: well. Okay. I think that's because with that time of year, you get a lot of wind, which is great, and then mm. if you're lucky, we've well, got a soda. <laughs> yeah. Next one. Next now, this one. is a bit of a shit story.
1: Um, yes, we, we. I'm sure you've heard a lot about fat fatbergs. I don't know, are you no. meant to say the S word? No. Yes,
0: yeah, so I'll show We can say when we um. want.
1: <laughs> Um, so we've you've heard a lot about fatbergs, but this is a new thing, which is concrete berg.
0: <laughs> this just now, is ridiculous. Now, what
1: is it you shall ask?
0: I I, I won't ask because <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious.
1: Um, so basically, Thames Water has said this is another record-breaking oh um, concrete berg, yes, as they call it. It weighs one hundred and five tons, right. And it's blocked the the sewers in Islington in London. So this because they'll be carrying out works to get rid of this. Yes. Um, blockage.
0: Imagine that job.
1: Um, yeah, they're going to be using loads. I-, I think they're going to have to be done manually as oh. well, because we've we've heard of that with fatbergs in the past. Um, so they say this blockage is because of people pouring down concrete in the sewers, which is I'm guessing it's people. Be a construction why would warehouse. you do
0: that? <laughs> why? Exactly. Even Robert wouldn't do that. No, mm-hmm. there you go. Arguably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why, why would you do that? Why would you pour concrete down a drain?
1: Why you ask?
0: <laughs> do you know what? There <laughs> was us a film. Send us a there was a film years ago. You, you're too young to know this, but there was a great 80s okay, film. Yeah, okay. I am Goog- very young to Yeah, know Google, that. Google it, Johnny. He'll do it. I think it was called uh, Alligator or something like that. And it's about a bloke who had, buys a little alligator and he washes it down the drain. And then it eats all the weird toxic waste and becomes enormous and then just eats people, mm-hmm. right? So, this reminds this me. This is that.
1: it. So, maybe we'll see something coming out of it. I this. think we could.
0: This you could were be
2: referring like. referring to the
1: 1980 film. That's it.
0: Alligator. Alligator, <laughs> 1980. See, it's a cracker. <laughs> you should watch it, Johnny. You'd love it. Um, so, what are they saying about this? I mean, how do you stop idiots throwing concrete? I mean, I mean what the hell?
1: The, the whole debate was about getting people not to, to stop oil stop and oil, yeah. grease, fat, nappies. Uh, wet wipes, nappies. And now, I mean, concrete. <laughs> I think it's the first of its, I'm, one of the first.
0: I'm waiting for a dustbin berg or something else, something <laughs> a, a car berg. People that just throw blocks, cars down. So um, this is going to cost loads of money. Um,
1: this is going to cost. Thames Water says at least several thousands of pounds.
0: Hundreds of thousands, yeah, I would have thought.
1: Or hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Um, and um, this is also going to likely to cause traffic disruptions for over the next two months in the area Good around God. East um, so, Thames Water, just to give you an idea, they spend about £18 million pounds every year. Wow. To kind of get rid of the blockages as a result of mostly People. fatbergs. Yeah.
0: Stop it.
1: So, just remember the three P's. The only three P's that you can flush down the toilet. Poo? And...
0: I have no idea what the last one is. Yeah, Pythagoras? It's,
1: no, it's toilet roll, but what's another word for it? Paper. Uh,
0: oh. Yeah. Well, paper can mean different things to people yeah, but, so I mean, toilet paper. we won't discuss that in tears neck of the woods It means something completely different, doesn't it? Uh, and then finally, I don't finally. know why you but this is not a new story
1: So this is a new story only because oh, God. We've got the Game of Thrones craze going on right now And if you've already seen the video behind me, I'm sure you've seen it on U- on his YouTube channel and it's been covered by almost everything in the media. <laughs> bloke shaves off um, beard. He's not just any bloke, he's called Drogo.
0: Who's that? Um,
1: so, Game of Thrones character, very right. famous for his beard. He's had his beard since 2012.
0: Right. Um, Why didn't he shave so it off it where everyone else does it? In their bathroom?
1: Because... Because they would
0: going to create a fatberg out of his beard. Because he
1: wants to raise awareness uh-huh. about plastic pollution. What's
0: that got to do with his beard?
1: So, because he, he's known for his beard, his whole right. look, his image is around right. the beard. Right, okay. um, And also, I guess, because Game of Thrones is currently on... Yeah, I get all that, but, but where's
0: the plastic bit?
1: So, he's made a video about this, and he's saying, as he's doing that in the video, he says, okay, we have to stop pollution, plastic pollution. You need to... I think his words were... Uh, have I missed something this. here? His, his words are, he's doing this to bring awareness that plastics are killing the planet. So, he thought... Okay, just as a regular guy who goes to the toilet and shaves his beard off, he thought, "Why not use my beard for something good?" So he filmed it. <laughs> do you know we, we do some tenuous
0: stories? <laughs> I thought it was something about you know the plastic in your big razors or other brands that are out there. So this is just, I just want more for the publicity, good of the planet. or for the good of his agent.
1: Good, of his, good for the planet. What yeah, is good for the planet. Though, and, it? I mean, he is a very good-looking man.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't um, say that. That's really sexist. If I sat there and said, she's a top-looking bird, you'd be like, outrageous! Well,
1: I'm saying a man. He's good-looking. Uh, if you look at him, what do you think? What would you say? he's I think he's guy. a
0: beardy bloke who's done a well, lot doesn't of publicity. he
1: doesn't
0: have a beard anymore. Yeah, but that's... It's, it's, um, do you know what? Well done to your agent. What's he called? Mimosa.
1: Momoa, Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa,
0: Jason. Is, no, if you're watching, all right, Carl Droger, whatever your name is. Well done. Your agent has done a brilliant job for you there, um, mate. Masses of publicity. And actually,
1: Tia had come up with this idea of doing a, um, <sighs> a poll, <laughs> a poll on Twitter uh, with his before and after look, with the beard, without the beard, right, and yeah. see. All right,
0: well, hasn't that been done on Insta far? or other things that young and people I mean, use? Not that
1: I've oh, yeah, seen, anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, not
1: energy related. All right, That's okay. The
0: well, there's no, there's no energy relation to this story. So stop basically, this this story <laughs> is, is simply because you fancy him. You put this picture in there um, and I you have the story. No, that wasn't That's my comment.
1: It. I haven't said that. So you need to stop putting words in my I'm about. not putting
0: words in. It. I'm just saying um, this. It's obvious. There's if that was right. If that was I don't um, know. Uh, the, the Speaker only... of the House, shaving his beard off, he had a beard.
1: The only reason I've put this story in as part of my story this week yes? is because he's Carl Drogo from Game of Thrones and people are really gearing up to watch the Game of Thrones season, uh, the final season <laughs> well, of the coming weeks. And Tia has given me two thumbs up so far. Excellent. Thanks, Tia.
0: So dwarves and lots of dodgy um, sex. That's great. Yes. That's where the world uh, okay.
1: is. Okay. All I right. Just... <laughs> so... Any more? Sorry about that. Soon it's but it's going true, on, though,
0: isn't it? I mean, it's, dra- it's dwarves and do- dodgy sex and dragons. Uh,
1: so, if you have any stories <laughs> for us, uh, if you would like us to come and,
0: and film, and men without beards,
1: um, you can send it through to w- one, one, one quick, at <laughs> one quick thing.
0: Is he, Has he lost his beard in the Game of Thrones? Is he like Game of No, I don't. Shaving think, no, Thrones no, no, now. No,
1: he's got his beard. Okay. I think he's finished filming and now he's okay. He's getting rid of it. All beard.
0: right. All right. Thank you, Pri.
1: Thank you very much. Have a good Goodbye. weekend.
0: Goodbye. Oh, my God. It's time for the best. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: let's get ready to rumble! I've, I've shaved my beard in colour Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. We won't talk about what your beard looks like. Anyway, uh,
2: right. If, right. I, if
0: I wasn't annoyed enough by the previous item, I'm going to get very annoyed by this one.
2: Yeah, we've got someone else to objectify.
0: Right, go for it, then.
2: Um, OK, so... Everyone knows, this this week and the last week, uh, my favourite people, Extinction Rebellion, have been taking over uh, London, protesting, gluing their breasts to things, Um, getting naked in Parliament, uh, standing on top of DLR trains, uh, disrupting life basically across the city, but all for a good cause, because they're saying that there's a climate emergency, which is we have a very limited amount of time left uh, to react to climate change. They say politicians aren't doing enough. Uh, And yeah, they're trying to draw attention to it and figureheaded the figurehead sorry of this movement is Greta or Greta. I think Greta Thunberg uh, who is a Swedish 16 year old girl with uh, Is it Asperger's and she basically has become the voice of this movement uh, and Sumit hates her. So we're here to talk about it (laughs) I think think she's a great example for the youth of today. Uh,
0: That is pants Okay so let, let me let me just preface this by saying look everyone has the right to protest
2: very quickly before we start can i just oh point God. out that we're assessing her on her merit as a human being rather than her looks what's like, that got to do with the women of this office
0: yeah true that's very true actually um, <laughs> yeah exactly I mean, we're, we're not being we're shallow we're all about the inside we're all about the inside anyway yeah. put, put that aside. It's angelina jolie or someone absolutely who can't and be, do excuse it me, if she's now she's that
2: environmental campaigner
0: uh, uh, now my big problem with this has been all week is very simple. And we had it. We had disruption, right? So we're down to do some filming. And guess what? We had to do. We had to get an Uber. And then the Uber had to drive miles round, burning more fuel to get around the protesters. Yeah, but right? that's
2: only a short-term. Don't blip. give
0: me this short-term blip. You're rubbish, going to be more right?
2: convenient when I off. Oh first. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It will be. So uh, I won't be it's bothered. very
0: interesting that the, all these climate protesters have decided to end their protests yesterday just to coincide with the end of the Easter holidays. So they can go back to their middle class jobs and then go, oh, look at me. I have a real problem with these uh, protesters because I don't mind you protesting, but why don't you just protest in one place, which is, if you want to do it, take it to Parliament, right? Fair enough. If you disrupt loads of people, what are you doing? And what are you doing for the people who rely on getting around London for their livelihood, the poorer people particularly, right? Rich people can do what they like. They can ponce about, it doesn't matter. But
2: the ends justify the means. No,
0: the hell it does. And you I know you know, don't I believe agree, any of that. I agree. And my problem with this girl is, for any, who is she? Who is she? Basically, this is an example of the media spin machine going bonkers for uh, a girl yeah. who basically yeah. you know, comes from a very privileged... Her mum was some Eurovision singer, right? So there you go. Mum's... That clip. Yeah, her so mum is
2: awful, I've got to be honest. Her
0: dad is an actor, her grandfather was some uh, scientist, she's from a very privileged family. Now, Yeah, but that even if she stop, came
2: from the moon, she still has a point. <laughs> She's saying climate change is a problem. Uh, She has certain friends, and he's listened to their ideas about climate
0: change, (laughs) and things have gone a bit. Uh, Listen, my big problem is very simple, right? You cannot have someone who basically Mm -hmm. said, right? This apparently, what we hear is what she said. She said she stopped going to school. First of all, this is the this is the killer line. On Friday, she realised, yeah, at the age of eight. Mm. That the world was doomed by climate change. Well, now my niece is seven and a half. She cares about my My Little Pony. Well, what would we rather young thinking, people care about? Oh, you say millennial millennials. They're you hell.
2: say millennials don't care they're about hell. these things. And then then the girl, then the, millenni- says, uh, the the young girl uh, takes control. She says control. she then
0: says she doesn't need to go to school because everything we know about climate science has already been proved. I agree. You're an idiot if you're believing that. So science doesn't move on then. Uh, I so you're too young to remember obviously but in the early 1970s no, but we up to science yet. in the early 1970s we predicted a massive ice age yep. for this time didn't happen right we had then who
2: predicted that Yeah exactly <laughs> I mean I have oh, really oh,
0: there we go So we've got a situation here now where we have a girl fair play she wants to do a bit of protesting great she's now I don't blame her actually I don't blame this kid right she's clearly uh, been pushed forward i think by pushy parents Because it's a lot of publicity, and they've written a book about it.
2: I would agree. They've
0: written a book about it, about their daughter and what she's doing with the world. And I wonder what her sister thinks. No, I agree that, you know... But I don't blame her. I blame the... This is the example that's always pissed me off, frankly, which is politicians jump on bandwagons and they just go, oh, look, this is a cool celeb, let's Hmm. stick her in front of Davos, let's stick her in the UN. When actually, you could get people from the energy sector, you could get scientists, you could get other people and listen yeah, to them. Yeah, but they're
2: all scared of losing their jobs, yeah. so they don't say the truth of it because it's too dramatic.
0: And then, and then to end it all, mm. the boob protester. So let's look at this one. So right. this, this woman superglued her boobs, her breasts. Her glands. I'm what
2: not are you sure say? what's the best way
0: to go about things. Oh God! And <laughs> she did that. She did that <laughs> in front of uh, a city institution. And this is the other thing. So uh, climate change. Whose fault is it? Well, okay, you could say policy, right? Fair enough. Policy mm. drives Capitalism. It. Capitalism. Might capitalism. Say, you might even say the energy companies go and protest. Yeah. So now it's uh, the financial institutions.
2: They play an important role because they're the in transport, transport fuels. that yes. gets us around. Yeah. Okay. So that, that, these protests. Well, what's next? Supermarkets for
0: our food? Because yeah, you could do it's that. Everything.
2: That's what they're saying. Okay. These so then, yeah, right. it's The entire system.
0: Well, let's all strip, start bollock naked, and walk around with a candle. Actually, no, we can have a candle because where's that coming from? The wax.
2: Well, we can do that, but first we should do the more obvious things. So, you know, stop buying fast fashion as we've covered. People right. People should eat less. Well, right?
0: there's definitely no chance of you doing any of that, so that's good. That's well fine. done. Uh, people eat less. What about less all meats. the. Hang on, how many bicycles have you got, Jenny? Uh,
2: actually, uh, none of those were new. No, so but am it doesn't recycling. matter. How many have you got? That's like charity. How shopping. many have you got? Uh, five, I think. Yeah, so why do you need five? Uh, How many resources gone into that? Because I say to my mates, don't drive uh, your car to the park. Yeah. get on the bike uh-huh. and we'll save some emissions. Yeah,
0: as if, as if. I think this is the problem with all of this, which is very simple, which is bandwagon jumping. I agree right? that it's Without bandwagon. Without any proper, just read, okay? You can have an opinion and if you agree or disagree, it doesn't matter, but have some facts behind it. We have a very polarised society now, where you're either seen as a climate denier or you've got to be, uh, you know, on the other side, like everything has to be
2: broken down. But you can't raise awareness you, nowadays you've got put unless you're on a bandwagon. Why? So I Why can't either, you raise awareness? No, I mean, it just doesn't happen. Why can't you talk about the positivity that the energy sector is doing? It need to be trending on Twitter or trending on Facebook or on the news. Life. No, because before it was just the news. So I think you doing a great job.
0: Anyway, let's park that before I end up hitting you. Although I wouldn't do that, because I believe in <laughs> the world and its rights. Uh, dates for the diary, you might as well stay here because you've annoyed me so much anyway. Dates
2: for the diary, they are? Oh, God knows.
0: Oh, uh, for God's
2: sakes. The only dates in my diary are the next protest. <laughs> yes, June the <laughs> 5th for the
0: Energy Solutions Show, and you must come along to that. And we've got some really good stuff coming along on our Disrupt Hut, including, you'll like this, scientists who've come up with using bamboo as a building material. Uh, Very big in uh, obviously Southeast Asia, but now, imagine that, these Mm. eco protests could love it. Yeah. Rip up their parquet flooring, mm-hmm. <laughs> stick bamboo on it. You can tell your dad, say, "Papa." Can we not, have some it of that? Is uh,
2: Yeah, concrete's actually yeah. a big cause of. Uh,
0: and we'll be doing it stuff has. on bioenergy. We've got loads on graphene, loads of technical stuff, and solutions for your businesses right now. So don't miss that on June the fifth. And then June the twenty-sixth is Telka. The deadline for it has been moved because we had so many people applying. So the deadline for it is now the thirtieth of April, which is next Tuesday. Right, and finally, this is a good one to end with after our uh, stuff today. Uh, Gallup has done a poll of people uh, around the world, 140 countries, and said, which are the most stressed and angry and which are the happiest? And whatever you call people from Chad, the Chadians? Just Chads. The Chads. They are, and I, I can see why Chad mm. might be very unhappy. So, war-torn place. But civil, Paraguayans...
2: Civil war and famine do
0: d- Yeah, it does do that. Yeah. Paraguayans, like this Paraguayan lady here... They're the happiest people on the planet. Is she Paraguayan? She is, look. Mm.
2: That looks French to me, that flag.
0: Well, that shows your ignorance. <laughs> and you should wallow in it exactly like you're reporting on climate science. <laughs> uh,
2: and anyway, and the Greeks are the most
0: stressed. I wonder why. Poor peeps. So there you go. But there you go. We, we are not in this list, because they've only given us the top ten and the top, bottom ten. So. We're somewhere in the middle, the Brits.
2: Like normal, just middling around. Yeah, just
0: middling around. Uh, That's it, don't forget to subscribe to Bork. Have you done a Bork this week?
2: Yes, EVs. EVs. So check that one out. Uh, And and your conclusion was? I'll have to watch it to find out. Boom, what a teaser.
0: I like it, you like that bit. And finally... Smash
2: that subscribe
0: button. Yeah, hear that subscribe button. (laughs) And finally, uh, there's that moron we're trying to get on the show. Hashtag Get Kev. He wanted to use a picture if I can just leave. Look, that's supposed to be, can you make us small? How small can you make us? Is that the smallest we can go? There we go, there, there we go, we've gone now. So that's a picture of me walking on the salt flats in America when we went on our trip. I have no idea why Kevin sent that in. If you can send something in, that make it like funny. sounds like
2: a middle class jet setting type it was. Of holiday, I, huh? I spent Billowing loads of emissions. money.
0: I, I went and took the biggest car I could And I ran over a rabbit just to see what happened to it's emissions. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, hashtag get care. Anything you want to say before you sign off?
2: Uh, Long live the rebellion.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And that's just in terms of his body odour. Ladies and gents, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.